What's going on, everybody? My name is J-Mac, and welcome to another exciting episode of your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, and everybody else's soon-to-be favorite podcast, the podcast from the mind of an everyday average Joe, bringing you all things NASCAR and NASCAR-related. Of course, I'm talking about this very podcast right here. It's the Wave Around, brought to you by Sandwich Man Racing Sports Memorabilia, where fans become family. Make sure you guys go and check them out at sandwichmanracing.com and tell them J-Max sent you and they will take care of you. So, let's talk about what we saw at Sonoma, shall we? Yes, let's talk about Sonoma. And also on this week, we're going to talk about the upcoming All-Star Race and all those past winners and the cool history of that. So, Sonoma. Kyle Larson goes out there, dominates the stages, stages one, stage two, and he wins the Sonoma road course race. Was it the third road course race of the season? Yeah, so we got three different road course winners um, for the three road courses that have been done this season. So, of course, we had old Christopher Bell at Daytona. We had uh, Chase Elliott winning at Coda. And then now we have Kyle Larson winning his very first road course race ever at Sonoma. Giving him back-to-back wins because, of course, he won the Coke 600 last weekend. Then this past weekend, he goes and wins the Sonoma race. So, if you haven't been keeping count, that's now 270 wins for Hendrick. In fact, that is four straight wins for Hendrick. All right, that's seven wins total through the first 16 races of the season. All right, so, of course, we saw the one, two, three, four finish in Dover. We saw Chase Elliott do it at Coda the next week, and then we saw Kyle Larson do it at Charlotte, and then we saw Kyle Larson do it again at Sonoma. So with that cool little history, Hendrick Motorsports is now the only, it's only the second team ever to finish one, two, and four straight races. The last team to do it was Carl Kekhafer Racing back in 1956. So listen to that statistic. Last time it was done that a team has won one and two in four straight races was 1956. It's now 2021. So you do the math. All right. Many people were saying Hendrick is, is, was gone. It was falling off the map. Well, I believe this season has proved that Hendrick is back. You know, I just said it. You, you win uh, seven races in 16 or, you know, seven wins in 16 races already. I mean, come on. Are, are, are we seriously, is there seriously people out there that think Hendrick is still not what it used to be? You guys are pathetic and you need to get your temperature checked. So anyways, Kyle Larson goes out there and he just dominates. I mean, he's dominated the last two races, right? So it leaves many people to ask, is Kyle Larson the new head of the table? Is he the new top dog over there at Hendrick Motorsports? I don't think really, I mean, I don't know what to think. Uh, part of me wants to say yes, that he's the new top dog because he's gone out there and won three races and, uh, this season he's won two in a row and, uh, he's, you know, he's got the most laps led this season so far and he's going out there winning stages, getting them stage points, getting important playoff points. So a lot of people out there are like, man, Kyle Larson is the new head of the table. He is the new top dog. And then you got them people out there that think that Rick Hendrick is just, Rick Hendrick and company are setting up Kyle Larson for success so the sponsorship dollars and sponsors can come in and, uh, you know, be like, hey, we want to ride on the Kyle Larson train. I also don't think that is true either because, I mean, if you look, all four drivers have won in Hendrick, 
right? Kyle Larson is just the guy that's won three. He's got the most wins this season with three. So I, I don't think that Kyle Larson is like the top dog. He's definitely, um, you know, him and Chase are definitely the two guys now at Hendrick. I think they share that title equally. But is Kyle Larson definitely the best driver this year? Oh, of course. How can he not be? Um, I mean, the guy is freaking talented. You know, we see clips of it. You know, the, the guy can go out there and race anything. You know, he wins World of Outlaw races, sprint races, dirt races, all them races. He goes out there and wins and dominates. So Kyle Larson, let's just call it what it is. He's a wheel man. He can race in whatever. You know, he wasn't really showing it at Chip Ganassi. Because, I mean, let's face it, Chip Ganassi is not what it used to be. Chip Ganassi's more concentrated on his indie program. Let's face it, he's he, he's more worried about his indie program than he is his NASCAR program. And we all know it. We're just, you know, people people see it. You know, he does better over there with the um, the indie car with Scott Dixon, like his, his uh, six-time champion or whatever. So they weren't really concentrating so much on you know, their NASCAR side of the, of the, uh, spectrum, but we put Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsport Equipment, you know, the top, one of the, like the top company now, obviously with 270 wins and look what he's doing. He's won three races so far. And this is after, you know, all the controversy of last season, people were like, man, this guy doesn't even deserve a second chance. And guess what? He's out there proving everybody wrong. He's out there giving them wins leading laps, doing what we all know he could do, right? I admit I was a little apprehensive with Kyle Larson coming over to Hendrick. I was like, man, why? Why are we doing this? Let's let's not taint the Hendrick Motorsport name with this guy. But in life, you know, it's always taught to me in life at least that you can't be the judge of anybody, right? You can't judge somebody unless you've been to law school done lots of years as a lawyer and became a judge then you become a judge and you can judge people or if you're you know you believe in god um then god can judge you so who are we to judge right everybody deserves a second chance kyle larson's been given that second chance and he's ran with it he's showing everybody why hendrick made the right move in signing him speaking more about kyle larson a certain fox reporter a well-known fox reporter went on after the race and was proclaiming Kyle Larson as the new road course king. As the new road course king over Chase Elliott, who's won six road courses. All right? Proclaiming him the new road course king. I was like, dude, stop it right there. All right? While Kyle Larson is definitely the top dog in all of cup racing this year, he is not the road course king. The dude just won his very first road course win. So let's stop right there. All right? Chase Elliott is still your road course king. Chase Elliott is still the man when it comes to road courses. I mean, if it wasn't for some of the strategy that was on that race on Sunday, Chase Elliott might have well been your winner. I mean, he was leading some laps, and then Kyle Larson just had the faster car and passed him. You know, Kyle Larson and his team chose fresher tires over track position. Chase Elliott chose track position over fresher tires, and we all saw what happened. And fresher tires for Kyle Larson allowed him to get that pass and pretty much win the entire race. All right, The race did go into overtime, as we know, but Kyle Larson came out and won. I mean, there was a chance that Chase Elliott probably could have taken it, but 
Kyle Larson. He just didn't have nothing for that five car. So to say that, um, you know, Hendrick Motorsports and Chad Canals is just setting up Kyle Larson for a for success just to get sponsorship money. That's an asinine comment I've ever heard. Let's just call it what it is. It's asinine. All right. Let's just respect the fact that Kyle Larson is a great, great driver and he can drive whatever you put him in. You could put him in a minivan and minivan racing, you know, and he'll win. You could put him in like freaking horse and carriage, you know, probably win. All right. The guy is just that talented. So, with that being said, I definitely think this opens up a new rivalry, like the, the rivalry we saw between Jimmy Johnson and, and Jeff Gordon back in the day, right? Pushing each other, making each other more competitive. All right? I am not going to say that Kyle Larson is the top dog at Hendrick Motorsports just yet. If he goes out and wins a championship this year, then I'll swallow my words and say, yeah, he's the man at Hendrick Motorsports. But right now, it's too early to call. I mean, we still got a lot of racing left. We got, what, 10, 10 regular season races, then we go into the playoffs. So let's see what he can do in the playoffs before we declare him the top dog. Because, yes, everybody can have a great regular season and then just choke in the playoffs. Hell, we saw it last year with Kevin Harvick, right? Dude went out there and just dominated the entire COVID-shortened, weird season that we had last year. But when it came time to the playoffs, he choked, all right. And then it's just like in any other sport, right? I mean, you can do good all season long, but if you choke in the playoffs, then it was all for naught. You know, we saw the Patriots do it when they went like 17 and 0 and they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, you know? Um, you know, people cry foul like, oh man, these, these, these playoffs are so stupid. Like, ugh, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. We don't need playoffs. Just go back to the old days, back to them old days again. Them comments like that. No. I mean, you gotta perform from race one at Daytona all the way, if you make the playoffs all the way, and you make the final four all the way to Phoenix. Alright? So, with that being said, I am Hitting pause on personally proclaiming Kyle Larson as the top dog. All right, I, I I was ready to call it. I mean, I I was questioning myself Sunday. Had a discussion with some buddies. Like, man, Kyle Larson is a new top dog at, at Hendrick. But you know, after evaluating it and looking over some facts and looking over some stats and looking over what happened last year, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna hit pause on that because I want to see what he does in the playoffs. If he can perform in the playoffs and win the championship, I will call him the top dog. I will come on the show and call Kyle Larson the top dog at Hendrick. But right now, I am not ready to make that call just yet. Chase Elliott is still my boy. You know, he's my favorite driver. But at the same time, at the end of the day, if Bowman wins, if Byron wins, if Larson wins, it's still a win for me because I am a Hendrick Motorsports fanboy when it's all said and done. I am Team HMS all the way, Team Bowtie all the way, so Kyle Larson winning just makes me happy because it's four straight wins for Hendrick Motorsports. It's seven out of 16 races that we've won, all right? So we got three for Larson, right? Two for Bowman. That's three, four, five. And then Byron and Elliott got one each, so that's seven. All four drivers are locked in the playoffs. I mean, come on. This is awesome. Do I think Kyle Larson, if he performs well in the playoffs, I definitely could see him being a contender in that championship four.
You know, you but he, he makes a championship four. There, it's a, I will take that bet at Vegas for him to win the championship, depending on who else he's racing against. I mean, if Kevin Harvick's in that, if for some reason Kevin Harvick makes his way into the play, wins a race, makes his way into the playoffs, then hey, Kevin Harvick is a very safe bet for Phoenix. Um, but let's just wait. We got a bunch more racing to come. We got some more road courses to run. You know, we got the Road America coming up. We got Indy. We got Charlotte Roval in the playoffs. So we got those races. We got some more restrictor plate racing coming up. You know, we got Nashville coming up. We got all these, these, these different types of racing coming up. So like I said, it's still too early to call. Kyle Larson, the new king over there at Hendrick Motorsports. And speaking of Hendrick Motorsports, some other news coming out of Hendrick Motorsports. If you've not heard about this, well, here you go. Hendrick Motorsports equity owner Jeff Gordon. Yes, Mr. Jeff Gordon, four-time NASCAR Cup champion. He's weighing his future with Fox Sports after the broadcasting season concludes, according to sources familiar with the matter. And he could leave the booth to take on a much larger role with Hendrick Motorsports. His exact final decision for what he will do after Fox broadcasting season ends is not yet known. But sources say that while he's enjoying the new three-man booth this season with first-year analyst Clint Boyer and longtime play-by-play man Mike Joy, he also finds the prospect of taking on a bigger role of HMS as an intriguing prospect. As a result, he's considering whether to lead the booth after this season. Of course, we all know Fox's half of the NASCAR Cup Series season, which it splits with uh, their friends over there at NBC, ends after the All-Star Race this weekend in Texas. Um, Jeff Gordon is only 49 years old, so he's still young. Taking a step back from the booth will likely allow him to spend more time with his family and devote time to other projects. All right, Gordon is the sole minority owner of HMS after he got that huge lifetime contract in 1999, and he's been eyeing a more active role at the organization for years. That's coming from Sports Business Journal. Okay, so my thoughts on that. We all know that Jeff Gordon is groomed to take over HMS. I mean, it just says right there he's the sole minority owner, so he has stake in the... Uh, Hendrick Motorsports stable. He's an equity owner. He owns the 48. He's he has a partial ownership of the 24. Um, so we all know that he's groomed to take over HMS, right? So with this news right here, is is this saying that uh, Mr. Hendrick is thinking about retiring soon? I think so. I think if if Jeff Gordon is weighing these options right now as we speak. That maybe him and, and uh, Mr. H have had that talk. Like, Mr. H is like, look, man, I, I'm getting older. I want to take a step back. I want to re- enjoy the rest of my life while I can. I'm in my 70s. I want to take a step back. So would you consider leaving this the Fox Sports booth and, you know, take a bigger role? Because you are the man. You're taking over for me. You're, you're, you're going to be the new owner of HMS one of these days. So I think that maybe those are discussions that have been taking place the last couple of years, but definitely it seems like they've been accelerating more and more this season, you know, as we see HMS just dominating. So uh, I think those discussions between Rick and Jeff have been happening, 
you know, Rick's like, man, I want to take a step back. I want you to take a step forward, take a bigger role. You know, this is your show. I want you to have my company. I want you to have my race team because I've already picked you. It's already been put out in the news that Jeff Gordon is the man. So I think those conversations have been taking place. That's why Jeff Gordon is weighing in on this decision. Um, so I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's going to be awesome. I mean, Jeff Gordon is definitely a breath of fresh air in the booth. I enjoy having him in the booth. Him and Clint Boyer got an excellent dynamic. But if the man wants to step down, it's for those reasons. I think, like I said, him and him and H have been having them, them discussions. Um, so we'll just see after this weekend, you know, in the upcoming weeks, what kind of decisions are made with Jeff Gordon moving forward. Clint Boyer definitely would be staying in the Fox booth. Um, I don't know who they would bring in, you know, uh, to replace Gordon, you know, cause you, you can't really keep it a, a two man, uh, thing. I, I, it works a lot better with three guys in the booth. Um, with NBC with their four guys, I think that's just a little overkill. So I think three is perfect. You know, you have Mike Joy, Clint Boyer, a mystery, no name or not no name, but a mystery guy come in, whoever that is. And then of course, uh, Larry Mack doing his little analysis like he does every week live from Charlotte. So there you have it, um, with everything that's been going on so far. So we got the upcoming all-star race in Texas. It moves last year. They did it in Bristol after being in Charlotte forever. And then they move to Bristol last year, and now they're doing it to Texas. So, we got the All-Star Race coming up. And uh, it's going to be uh, pretty pretty interesting to watch the All-Star Race and uh, things like that. Um, also, A.J. Allmendinger, yeah, he won over there wherever they were at, Mid-Sports, Ohio, or whatever uh, track they're at. They won on their little road course. So, uh, A.J. Allmendinger. Continuing to prove why he is a road course racer himself. And, uh, yeah. So, there you have it. Kyle Larson wins his very first road course race. Um, he's not the king of HMS yet. Jeff Gordon is considering leaving the Fox booth, take on a bigger role. So, you tell me your thoughts. What do you think is going to go forward? Do you agree with my assessment of Kyle Larson? Or do you think that he is the new um, king of... Uh, road courses and uh hms you know leave your thoughts on facebook let me know i would love to hear from you and we can talk about it all we want on facebook what's going on everybody my name is j mac and welcome to another exciting episode of your favorite podcast my favorite podcast and everybody else's soon to be favorite podcast the podcast from the mind of an everyday average joe bringing you all things nascar and nascar related of course i'm talking about this very podcast right here it's the wave around brought to you by sandwich man racing sports memorabilia where fans become family make sure you guys go and check them out at sandwichmanracing.com and tell them J-Max sent you and they will take care of you. So let's talk about what we saw at Sonoma, shall we? Yes, let's talk about Sonoma. And also on this week, we're going to talk about the upcoming All-Star Race and all those past winners and the cool history of that. So Sonoma, Kyle Larson goes out there, dominates the stages, stages one, stage two. And he wins the Sonoma Road Course Race. Was it the third road course race of the season? 
yeah, so we got three different road course winners um, for the three road courses that have been done this season. So, of course, we had old Christopher Bell at Daytona. We had uh, Chase Elliott winning at Coda. And then now we have Kyle Larson winning his very first road course race ever at Sonoma. Giving him back-to-back wins because, of course, he won the Coke 600 last weekend. Then this past weekend, he goes and wins the Sonoma race. So, if you haven't been keeping count, that's now 270 wins for Hendrick. In fact, that is four straight wins for Hendrick. All right, that's seven wins total through the first 16 races of the season. All right, so, of course, we saw the 1, 2, 3, 4 finish in Dover. We saw Chase Elliott do it at Coda the next week, and then we saw Kyle Larson do it at Charlotte, and then we saw Kyle Larson do it again at Sonoma. So with that cool little history, Hendrick Motorsports is now the only, it's only the second team ever to finish one, two, and four straight races. The last team to do it was Carl Kekhafer Racing back in 1956. So listen to that statistic. Last time it was done that a team has won one and two in four straight races was 1956. It's now 2021. So you do the math. All right. Many people were saying Hendrick is, is, was gone. It was falling off the map. Well, I believe this season has proved that Hendrick is back. You know, I just said it. You, you win uh, seven races in 16 or, you know, seven wins in 16 races already. I mean, come on. Are, are, are we seriously, is there seriously people out there that think Hendrick is still not what it used to be? You guys are pathetic and you need to get your temperature checked. So anyways, Kyle Larson goes out there and he just dominates. You know, he's dominated the last two races, right? So it leaves many people to ask, is Kyle Larson the new head of the table? Is he the new top dog over there at Hendrick Motorsports? I don't think really, I mean, I don't know what to think. Uh, part of me wants to say yes, that he's the new top dog because he's gone out there and won three races. And, uh, this season he's won two in a row and, uh, he's, you know, he's got the most laps led this season so far and he's going out there winning stages, getting them stage points, getting them important playoff points. So a lot of people out there are like, man, Kyle Larson is the new head of the table. He is the new top dog. And then you got them people out there that think that Rick Hendrick is just, Rick Hendrick and company are setting up Kyle Larson for success so the sponsorship dollars and sponsors can come in and, uh, you know, be like, hey, we want to ride on the Kyle Larson train. I also don't think that is true either because, I mean, if you look, all four drivers have won in Hendrick, right? Kyle Larson is just the guy that's won three. He's got the most wins this season with three. So I, I don't think that Kyle Larson is like the top dog. He's definitely, um, you know, him and Chase are definitely the two guys now at Hendrick. I think they share that title equally. But is Kyle Larson definitely the best driver this year? Oh, of course. How can he not be? Um, I mean, the guy is freaking talented. You know, we see clips of it. You know, the, the guy can go out there and race anything. You know, he wins World of Outlaw races, sprint races, dirt races, all them races. He goes out there and wins and dominates. So Kyle Larson, let's just call it what it is. He's a wheel man. He can race and whatever. You know, he wasn't really showing it at Chip Ganassi because, I mean, let's face it, Chip Ganassi is not what it used to be. Chip Ganassi's more concentrated on his indie program. Let's face it, he's he's more worried about his indie program than he is his NASCAR program. And we all know it. 
we're just, you know, people, people see it, you know, he does better over there with the, um, the Indy car with Scott Dixon, like his, his, uh, six time champion or whatever. So they weren't really concentrating so much on, you know, their NASCAR side of the, of the, uh, spectrum, but we put Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsport Equipment, you know, the top, one of the, like the top company now, obviously with 270 wins and look what he's doing. He's won three races so far. And this is after, you know, all the controversy of last season. People were like, man, this guy doesn't even deserve a second chance. And guess what? He's out there proving everybody wrong. He's out there giving them wins, leading laps, doing what we all know he could do. Right? I admitted I was a little apprehensive with Kyle Larson coming over to Hendrick. I was like, man, why? Why are we doing this? Let's, let's not taint the Hendrick Motorsport name with this guy. But... In life, you know, it's always taught to me in life, at least, that you can't be the judge of anybody, right? You can't judge somebody unless you've been to law school, done lots of years as a lawyer and became a judge. Then you become a judge and then you can judge people. Or if you're, you know, you believe in God, um, then God can judge you. So who are we to judge, right? Everybody deserves a second chance. Kyle Larson's been given that second chance and he's ran with it. He's showing everybody why Hendrick made the right move in signing him. Speaking more about Kyle Larson, a certain Fox reporter, a well-known Fox reporter, went on after the race and was proclaiming Kyle Larson as the new road course king. As the new road course king over Chase Elliott, who's won six road courses. All right, proclaiming him the new road course king. I was like, dude, stop it right there. All right, while Kyle Larson is definitely the top dog in all of cup racing this year, he is not the road course king. The dude just won his very first road course win. So let's stop right there. All right, Chase Elliott is still your road course king. Chase Elliott is still the man when it comes to road courses. I mean, if it wasn't for some of the strategy that was on that race on Sunday, Chase Elliott might have well been your winner. I mean, he was leading some laps, and then Kyle Larson just had the faster car and passed him. You know, Kyle Larson and his team chose fresher tires over track position. Chase Elliott chose track position over fresher tires, and we all saw what happened. Them fresher tires for Kyle Larson allowed him to get that pass and pretty much win the entire race. All right, The race did go into overtime, as we know, but Kyle Larson came out and won. I mean, there was a chance that Chase Elliott probably could have taken it, but Kyle Larson, he just didn't have nothing for that five car. So to say that, um, you know... Hendrick Motorsports and Chad Canals is just setting up Kyle Larson for uh, for success just to get sponsorship money. That's an asinine comment I've ever heard. Let's just call it what it is. It's asinine. All right. Let's just respect the fact that Kyle Larson is a great, great driver and he can drive whatever you put him in. You could put him in a minivan and minivan racing. You know, and he'll win. You could put him in like freaking horse and carriage, you know, probably win. All right. The guy is just that talented. So with that being said, I definitely think this opens up a new rivalry, like the, the rivalry we saw between Jimmy Johnson and, and Jeff Gordon back in the day. Right. Pushing each other, making each other more competitive. All right? I am not going to say that Kyle Larson is the top dog at Hendrick Motorsports just 
yet. If he goes out and wins a championship this year, then I'll swallow my words and say, yeah, he's the man at Hendrick Motorsports. But right now, it's too early to call. We, I mean, we still got a lot of racing left. We got, what, 10, 10 regular season races, then we go into the playoffs. So let's see what he can do in the playoffs before we declare him the top dog. Because, yes, everybody can have a great regular season and then just choke in the playoffs. Hell, we saw it last year with Kevin Harvick, right? Dude went out there and just dominated the entire COVID-shortened, weird season that we had last year. But when it came time to the playoffs, he choked, all right? And then it's just like in any other sport, right? I mean, you can do good all season long, but if you choke in the playoffs, then it was all for naught. You know, we saw the Patriots do it when they went like 17-0 and then lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, you know? Um, you know, people cry foul like, oh, man, these, these, these playoffs are so stupid. Like, ugh, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. We don't need playoffs. Just go back to the old days, back to them old days again. Them comments like that. no. I mean, you got to perform from race one at Daytona all the way, if you make the playoffs, all the way, and you make the final four, all the way to Phoenix, all right? So, with that being said, I am hitting pause on personally proclaiming Kyle Larson as the top dog, all right? I, I, I was ready to call it. I mean, I, I was questioning myself Sunday, had a discussion with some buddies, like, man, Kyle Larson is a new top dog at, at Hendrick. But, you know, after evaluating it and looking over some facts and looking over some stats and looking over what happened last year, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going to hit pause on that because I want to see what he does in the playoffs. If he can perform in the playoffs and win the championship, I will call him the top dog. I will come on the show and call Kyle Larson the top dog at Hendrick. But right now, I am not ready to make that call just yet. Chase Elliott is still my boy. You know, he's my favorite driver. But at the same time, at the end of the day, if Bowman wins, if Byron wins, if Larson wins, it's still a win for me because I am a Hendrick Motorsports fanboy when it's all said and done. I am Team HMS all the way, Team Bowtie all the way. So Kyle Larson winning just makes me happy because it's four straight wins for Hendrick Motorsports. It's seven out of 16 races that we've won. All right. So we got three for Larson, right? Two for Bowman. That's three, four, five. And then Byron and Elliott got one each. So that's seven. All four drivers are locked in the playoffs. I mean, come on. This is awesome. Do I think Kyle Larson, if he performs well in the playoffs, I definitely could see him being a contender in that championship four. You know, you, but you, he makes a championship four. There, it's a, I will take that bet at Vegas for him to win the championship, depending on who else he's racing against. I mean, if Kevin Harvick's in that, if for some reason Kevin Harvick makes his way into the play, wins a race, makes his way into the playoffs, then hey, Kevin Harvick is a very safe bet for Phoenix. Um, but let's just wait. We got a bunch more racing to come. We got some more road courses to run. You know, we got the Road America coming up. We got Indy. We got Charlotte Roval in the playoffs. So, we got those races. We got some more restrictor plate racing coming up. You know, we got Nashville coming up. We got all these, these, these different types of racing coming up. So, like I said, it's still too early to call Kyle Larson the new king over there at Hendrick Motorsports. And speaking of Hendrick Motorsports, some other news coming out of Hendrick Motorsports. If you're not 
heard about this. Well, here you go. Hedrick Motorsports equity owner Jeff Gordon. Yes, Mr. Jeff Gordon, four-time NASCAR Cup champion. He's weighing his future with Fox Sports after the broadcasting season concludes, according to sources familiar with the matter. And he could leave the booth to take on a much larger role with Hendrick Motorsports. His exact final decision for what he will do after Fox broadcasting season ends is not yet known. But sources say that while he's enjoying the new three-man booth this season with first-year analyst Clint Boyer and longtime play-by-play man Mike Joy, he also finds the prospect of taking on a bigger role of HMS as an intriguing prospect. As a result, he's considering whether to lead the booth after this season. Of course, we all know Fox's half of the NASCAR Cup Series season which it splits with uh, their friends over there at NBC, ends after the All-Star Race this weekend in Texas. Um, Jeff Gordon is only 49 years old, so he's still young. Taking a step back from the booth will likely allow him to spend more time with his family and devote time to other projects. All right, Gordon is the sole minority owner of HMS after he got that huge lifetime contract in 1999, and he's been eyeing a more active role at the organization for years. That's coming from Sports Business Journal. Okay, so my thoughts on that. We all know that Jeff Gordon is groomed to take over HMS. I mean, it just says right there he's the sole minority owner, so he has stake in the... Uh, Hendrick Motorsports Stable. He's an equity owner. He owns the 48. He's, he has a partial ownership of the 24. Um, so we all know that he's groomed to take over HMS. Right. So with this news right here, is, is this saying that uh, Mr. Hendrick is thinking about retiring soon? I think so. I think if, if Jeff Gordon is weighing these options right now as we speak, that maybe him and, and uh, Mr. H have had that talk. Like Mr. H is like, look, man, I, I'm getting older. I want to take a step back. I want to re- enjoy the rest of my life while I can. I'm in my 70s. I want to take a step back. So would you consider leaving this the Fox Sports booth and you know take a bigger role because you are the man. You're taking over for me. You're 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 gonna be the new owner of HMS one of these days. So I think that maybe those are discussions that have been taking place the last couple of years, but definitely it seems like they've been accelerating more and more this season, you know, as we see HMS just dominating. So uh, I think those discussions between Rick and Jeff have been happening. You know, Rick's like, man, I want to take a step back. I want you to take a step forward, take a bigger role. You know, this is your show. I want you to have my company. I want you to have my race team because I've already picked you. It's already been put out in the news that Jeff Gordon is the man. So I think those conversations have been taking place. That's why Jeff Gordon is weighing in on this decision. Um, so, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's going to be awesome. I mean, Jeff Gordon is definitely a breath of fresh air in the booth. I enjoy having him in the booth. Him and Clint Boyer got an excellent dynamic. But if the man wants to step down, it's for those reasons. I think, like I said, him and him and H have been having them, them discussions. Um, so we'll just see after this weekend, you know, in the upcoming weeks, what kind of decisions are made with Jeff Gordon moving forward. Clint Boyer definitely would be staying in the Fox booth. Um, I don't know who they would bring in, you know, uh, to replace Gordon, you know, because you, you can't really keep it a, a two-man uh, thing. I, I, it works a lot better with three guys in the booth. Um, with NBC with their four guys, I think that's just a little 
overkill. So I think three is perfect. You know, you have Mike Joy, Clint Boyer, a mystery no name or not no name, but a mystery guy come in, whoever that is. And then, of course, uh, Larry Mack doing his little analysis like he does every week live from Charlotte. So there you have it um, with everything that's been going on so far. So we got the upcoming all-star race in Texas. It moves last year. They did it in Bristol after being in Charlotte forever. And then they move to Bristol last year. And now they're doing it to Texas. So we got the all-star race coming up and, uh, it's going to be uh, pretty, pretty interesting to watch the all-star race and, uh, things like that. Um, also AJ Almendinger. Yeah. He won over there wherever they were at mid sports Ohio or whatever uh, track they're at they won on their little road course so uh, AJ Allmendinger continuing to prove why he is a road course racer himself and uh, yeah so there you have it Kyle Larson wins his very first road course race um, he's not the king of HMS yet Jeff Gordon is considering leaving the Fox booth take on a bigger role so you tell me your thoughts. What do you think is going to go forward? Do you agree with my assessment of Kyle Larson? Or do you think that he is the new um, king of uh, road courses and uh, HMS? You know, leave your thoughts on Facebook. Let me know. I would love to hear from you. And we can talk about it all we want on Facebook. Well, all right there, folks, that was this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. Like I said, I'm on the road. I will be on the road again for next week's episode. I'll still be here in Wisconsin. So we'll record on the road together. I will be back in Indiana on the 18th of this month, right before Father's Day. So we'll be cool to be back home. This is the last trip for this this phase of my life. I'm super excited, guys. I mean, you guys have been on this journey. You know what I've been doing, um, you know, with this this whole army thing. So this is definitely the last trip. And I am super excited to get this next, um, get this out of the way and concentrate on just being with my family for the rest of my life and uh, just doing a civilian job. If you weren't with me last week, you know, you know, I talked about like how nervous and kind of scared I am uh, I think I'm kind of over that now I think I I'm starting to uh, get the plan together so once that plan gets together I will definitely share that information with you because I feel like you know now 18 19 episodes in that we are fit 19 episodes in that we are family now so we can we can share these things with each other so once again thank you guys for joining me this week on the wave around of course if you have not done it I hope you've done it by now. Go to Facebook and join the following groups. The Wave Around with J-Mac and The Sandwich Shop. And, you know, send me some uh, private messages, some DMs, some comments. And, you know, leave me some questions. I would like to answer some questions. So if you have any questions, um, go ahead and ask them and we'll put them in next week's episode. All right. Um, I'm probably next week. I, I plan on doing an episode, but... Uh, I haven't really decided. I think I want to do like just, you know, since it's all-star week, you know, or what this is like all-star week or whatever, since we're talking about the all-star race, I think I'm gonna do an all-star rant, like the, like just a rant episode. I, I, I really don't know. I haven't decided, 
But, you know, hey, make sure you go to uh, Facebook. Join the Wave Around with J-Mac and the Sandwich Shop. You'll see me there all the time posting stuff. You, you know, you can ask me questions. Hit me up on Messenger. Of course, you want to friend request me, it's J-Mac. All right, look from a picture. It's me and some uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses and like a scruffy uh, 5 o'clock shadow. Uh, when I was over at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So go ahead and join me. You know, a friend request me. And uh, let's talk NASCAR and enjoy the rest of the season as we gear towards the winding down of the regular season and get ready to jump into the playoffs here pretty, pretty soon. It's going to come quick. And about, you know, we got, what, 10 races left? And then we jump into the uh, the playoffs. So... It's going to be fun. Continue to see where the season's going. See if Kyle Larson and the HMS boys continue to dominate. Um, And we'll just enjoy this ride together. So, once again, remember, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Do something kind for a stranger. Appreciate your significant other. And as always, go chase. I'm out of here. I'm J-Mac. I'll talk to you next week. Peace.